Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and in today's video, I'm going to be talking to you about how dating is anxiety-provoking. Now, in this video, I'm going to be talking about how dating's anxiety-provoking. And let's face it, dating can be really challenging. There are so many different aspects about it that it can make it overwhelming, um, scary, anxiety-provoking, all kinds of different things, a lot of different feelings in there. So in this video, I'm going to touch on the physical anxiety that comes with dating. I'm going to talk about the emotional anxiety that comes with dating. And then I have a really good example and a really good email. So if you like gaining insight into dating, you guys are going to love this video. I'm really excited about this video. First thing I want to talk about is the physical aspects of dating and the anxiety that comes with it. And when I say the physical aspects, I'm talking about how dating can be dangerous. Right? If you're going out with somebody that you barely know, that can be dangerous. Now, if you're a woman, it's even more dangerous. Why? Because guys are physically a lot stronger than women. They tend to be. So their safety is at risk. And so you have to understand this, guys. You probably don't really put yourself in their shoes. But imagine if it was the other way around and you went out with somebody that was a foot taller than you and had a, you know, 70 pounds on you, much larger than you. You're going to really want to make sure that that person makes you feel safe and not you feel scared in any way. So, biologically, don't you think that it would make sense for a woman to test a man and test his emotional strength see what kind of a person this is before she went out with him? Think about it. Wouldn't you? So, think about this. When a woman takes longer to get back to a guy, you know, you text her and maybe she takes, you know, eight hours or the next day or two days or whatever. That is a test in many cases. Why? Because she wants to see how emotionally in self-control you are. Are you going to freak out if she takes a while to respond? Are you going to get angry, become obsessive, um, demanding? Um, if you're going to do any of these things, she's going to avoid spending time with you. Because she's going to see that you are emotionally weaker, you can't handle difficult situations, and you could potentially be dangerous. So think about that, guys. You have to be in control of your emotions. You have to be able to make a woman feel safe. Women want a man to protect them. They, actually, they want to feel like you're going to try and protect them. So they need to feel safe with you. And it takes time to do that. Some of you guys, 
start talking to a girl, start texting with a girl, and right away you start getting pushy, demanding, you start sending inappropriate text messages and pictures, like, come on, guys. Seriously, they're not a piece of meat. They're a human being, and they need time to get to know you. If you're just out for sex, then maybe you want to go look for somebody that you can hire to do that, because <laughs> that's treating somebody like an object, and women don't want to be treated like an object. They want to feel like you're important and that you're special to them. So, you have to have emotional self-control. You need to be her mountain, right? Even if you're just starting to date, when you're together, she needs to feel like no matter what happens, you got it. You're confident. You're relaxed. No matter what situation comes your way, you're going to handle it. I did a video recently called Be Her Mountain. That's a really good one. So you might want to go back and watch that one if you haven't seen it. So, you understand how women are potentially in a dangerous situation with men when they go out on dates that they don't know somebody. I mean, even when they do, danger can happen. But in general, Dating is dangerous. It can be. So you want to make sure that a woman always feels safe with you. Now, I want to talk about how dating provokes anxiety on an emotional level. Guys, you're going to love this. This is so critical to understanding dating and relationships. When we're interested in dating, we have all kinds of reasons why we pick somebody, why we're drawn to them. Now, you may have seen my videos where I talk about how we're attracted to somebody that is very similar to our caregivers. Usually it's our mom. And it's usually the negative traits that we're the most strongly attracted to. And I'm not going to get into the reasons for why. In this video, you can watch my video, We're Attracted to the Familiar. That's an excellent video, too. Um, and so we have all these reasons why we're attracted to somebody unconsciously. But, what I want you to understand is that a big part of why we pick somebody is the unmet needs that we have had in our life. And we're ultimately in a fantasy, especially in the beginning, when you first start dating somebody, definitely the first two years, um, and I talk about that in the video, You've Changed, because I talk about in depth about the chemicals that go on and are released in our brain in the first two years of a relationship. So, um, when we start dating somebody, we have these fantasies that we project onto that person, that we believe they're going to do all these wonderful things that we've never gotten before. And they don't even know what you're thinking. You're just unconsciously pretending that this is going to be all those unmet needs. They don't even know what that is, right? So it's kind of like, it's unrealistic, but we do it. So, I want you to understand this whole concept of our unmet needs and how it's important in dating because the more unmet needs that you have, 
the more likely you're going to be to fantasize and project on this new person that they're going to give you all these um, things that you've never gotten. I have a really good example from my own personal life and my relationships in the past. Um, but you, I really want you to stay focused on this example because I think it's kind of like an abstract concept to understand and being able to put yourself in the person's shoes here. But I think if you can, you're going to see some real insight into human behavior. So you might want to watch this part a few times. Um, so I had an ex that had some trauma around money. When she was young, her father lost his job. And it had a huge impact on her for whatever reason. She was young, probably like six-ish at the time. And the financial stress that it caused on the family had a major impact on her. It was very traumatic for her. So, what you probably don't know, and it's not common knowledge, uh, trauma was originally considered an anxiety disorder. So, I want you to think back to some of my other videos, and I've explained this a bunch of times recently, where I talk about anxiety is the root of desire, right? So, when we're anxious about something, we desire it. Think about that for a minute, okay? When you're anxious about something, you desire it. So, if somebody's anxious about money, they desire money. Now, if a trauma is bad enough, you can't separate the past from the present. I'm going to say that again because it's important. If you've experienced or if someone experiences a trauma, you can't separate the past from the present. The brain has a very difficult time understanding the concept of time. So, if you've had a trauma in the past, it still feels like it in the present. So, for my example that I'm giving you, right? We're looking at my ex here. Um, she had a trauma around money. She has anxiety around money. So, because it's together, right? And it was bad enough, she still, in the present, has anxiety about money. Even though she has a really good career and makes good money, the fear is very irrational. Because reality, she makes a good salary. But, because there's a trauma involved, she can't separate the present from the past. And because her anxiety is about money. She always wants money. So what do you think happens to her? I'm going to give you a second to think about it. In her situation, being in that situation, what do you think she's looking for in her relationships? A guy who makes money. That's what she wants. That's all she cares about. A guy that makes money money. Because she has the anxiety, she has the trauma, and she hasn't dealt with it. 
If you don't deal with things and you don't talk about them, you don't them, you can't move past it. And until she does, she's going to live in this fantasy world where she believes if she marries or dates a guy that has money, she'll feel safe. It will soothe her anxiety. Only, it's like I say sometimes, putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound. That ain't really going to ever make her happy. She is in this fantasy where if she marries a rich guy and can stay home and be a stay-at-home mom, that she's going to be happy. I don't think this woman's ever going to be happy. <laughs> and believe me, no matter how much I tried to educate her, help her, support her, completely avoidant attachment style, if that gives you any idea. So, I hope that gives you a little bit of insight into um, what's going on with somebody when they start dating somebody new. Now, I've got a really good email here from Heather, and this is going to also help explain why dating is so anxiety-provoking. Let me read the email. She says, Hey Craig, I just broke up with my boyfriend around three months ago and decided to start dating again. It hasn't been an easy thing for me as I still love him. I just know it will never work. After watching your videos and doing a coaching with you, I've come to grips with the fact that I have an anxious attachment style. I never even realized this. Your videos have opened up my eyes to a new world. I have gone on a few dates over the past few weeks. I recently went on a second date with a guy and he seems like a really nice guy. I'm starting to like him, but I don't hear from him for a few days and I start to get anxious. You see? Like I tell you guys, she is getting separation anxiety and because she already has a history of anxiety and abandonment issues because she has um, an anxious attachment style so she has more unmet needs than the average person and the anxiety is going to cause her to be more fearful as time goes on that this guy is less interested and what do I tell you guys all the time if you had to visualize uh, romance in one picture it's the woman picking the daisy he loves me he loves me not and that's rooted in anxiety so let me go on with the email she says after a few days I find that I can't stop thinking about him see I just keep wondering if he has lost interest and moved on. See what happens here, guys? The uncertainty, it really eats at you and it causes you to get more and more interested in somebody. This is why I'm always telling you guys, don't come on too strong. Take your time. When you come on too strong, you are killing the desire. Think about when you're looking forward to a new movie or a new video game as you get 
closer and closer, you start to get more and more anxious. You're thinking about it all the time. But once you've had it for two months, you're not thinking about it anymore. You're enjoying it somewhat, but the anticipation, like the buildup for like Christmas and what you're going to get for Christmas and not knowing what you're going to get for Christmas or a birthday, that just keeps going and going. Remember that feeling as a kid? That's ultimately kind of what's happening just around relationships and um, wanting to know if this person likes you and you just can't stop thinking about it like going on with Heather right here. So, she said, um, I just keep wondering if he has lost interest and has moved on. So I text him and usually he gets back within a few hours. But those few hours waiting for a text are torture. See guys, this is why I say you want to have your passion in life. You want to be busy, focused on your own life, focused on your own goals. And then you you, you know, contact the girl when you're free and when you're not busy doing things. I'm constantly busy and constantly working on things. Like, I, I spent a long time working on this video and, and really trying to put together a good video for you guys so you could see stuff. And I'm not checking my phone every three seconds. I'm focused on what I got to do here. So, when I get back to the woman that I'm talking to or the girls that I'm talking to, I do it when I can. I'm not sitting there, you know, just waiting, waiting, waiting for them to get back to me. I lose track of time. So, she wants to know, is it okay for me to text him first or should I wait? Ladies, I encourage you to contact the man when you miss him. I do. I think it's great. It lets the guy know that you're interested and the guys that I teach will know that if you contact him, it means you want him to ask you out. That's what I always teach you guys. If a woman contacts you guys, it means she wants you to ask her out. So do it. Set a date. Um, now, I just want to give you a little bit of warning, ladies. If you have an anxious attachment style and you know that and you know that you tend to come on strong because some ladies do come on really really strong because they can't manage their anxiety well then you may want to wait longer between contacting guys because you're going to come on too strong if you're constantly anxious and constantly contacting him especially in the beginning now guys as far as you you never want to do anything out of anxiety. You want to contact a girl when you want to get together and you want to set a date. That's what you want to do. Don't do it because you're afraid she's seeing somebody else or going out with somebody else. You're a catch. And you can't worry about any other guys going after her. Because if you follow my stuff, you have no competition. You have no competition if you stay strong follow the strategies I give you, go with the insight that I share, get the coaching with me, and the email help. You guys, I will keep you on track. I guarantee it. And the women you date will be amazing. You will be so happy with your life. Um, so, don't do anything out of fear or anxiety. 
or you're going to chase her away. You're going to come on too strong. She's going to see you as weak, clingy, and needy, and it's going to decrease your value. I did a video called, We Choose Our Own Value. Watch that video. It's really good. It talks about what I'm trying to explain to you guys here in detail. So, if you like this video, or you would like me to see, see me do videos like this in the future, put a like on the video so I know that. When you want to get my help personally, you can go to my website, AskCraig.net, and sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I'm Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.